Long, hot summer days exploring the Cornish coves was paradise for a group of school children who had spent the winter months in the classroom. Form 3A from Weatherby Primary School were on a two-week field trip. They spent the nights in a youth hostel and the days collecting material for a project on Britain's coastline. The 20 kids were split into groups of five and each group had a small cassette recorder which they used for a diary. On this day they left the hostel early in the morning as usual and headed off by coach towards a well-known tourist area which was steeped in history. The sun beamed down on them and they were in high spirits. On arrival at the visitor centre down by the sea they formed themselves into their groups and set off for the day's adventure. Group one clambered over the rocks with their teacher Timmy Saunders and soon they spotted a cave. It was low tide, so they were safe to explore inside. It was enormous, and they couldn't see where it ended because it just disappeared into the darkness. Damp, dark and cold, away from the sunlight, it had an eerie atmosphere, and the children felt uneasy. But they had flashlights, and Mr Saunders was there to reassure them. As the water gently dripped from the roof, they listened as he explained that the cave had taken millions of years to form by the constant erosion of the waves crashing into it from the sea. At this point, one of the groups suddenly realised that they had forgotten to switch on the tape recorder. Well spotted, Daniel, said Mr Saunders. Turn it on now because I want to tell you about an event which happened well over a hundred years ago at this very spot on the coastline. Ask any of the local Cornish people and they're quick to tell you the story of a very famous and terrible shipwreck. One night a sailing ship called the Bonaventure was battling against the waves in a violent storm. Thirty crew were on board and they had a valuable cargo of rum and coffee beans to deliver to the port of Bristol. That night a gross act of sabotage sank the ship and all the crew perished. A gang of smugglers had extinguished the safety beacons along the coast and the captain, losing sight of the shore, could not prevent his ship from crashing into the rocks. The few sailors who escaped drowning were shot by the ruffians as they scrambled for their lives for the shore. Most of the cargo, which was tightly sealed in strong wooden barrels, was recovered from the shoreline when the storm was over, and the smugglers carried them through this cave and up a secret passage to the cliff tops above. By this time, the children had had enough of this frightening tale dramatically recalled by their teacher, who was getting a bit carried away speaking into the tape recorder. So he agreed to a break, and they went back to the visitor's centre for lunch. Well, that evening, back at the youth hostel, they discussed the events of the day, and Mr Saunders' group was the first to play back their tape recording made in the cave. And what they heard was not just the lone voice of teacher Timmy Saunders. One night a sailing ship called the Bonaventure was battling against the waves in a violent storm. Thirty crew were on board. They had a valuable cargo of rum and coffee beans to deliver to the port of Bristol. That night a gross act of sabotage sank the ship and all the crew perished. A gang of smugglers had extinguished the safety beacons along the coast and the captain, losing sight of the shore, could not prevent his ship from crashing into the water. The few sailors who escaped drowning were shot by the Russians as they scrambled their lives for the shore. 